Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio and surrounding area. God bless you. I hope you're having a great weekend. I hope you get to spend some time. Hey, this rain's okay, and it, I didn't get any rain yesterday. Amazing. But let's let's bring it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day. Bless each and every one of these listeners to learn and grow and make better decisions. Shape their lives with the choices that they make. Bless them coming and going and everything they touch, that they can reach out and love others and be the best they can be. Uh, bless our bless our country to turn from sins and turn back to you to quit aborting babies. Put the Ten Commandments and prayers back in the schools, church, and government, and TV. As the all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, thank you, listeners. Uh, man, I've had a lot of calls the last few days, and I that's what I want. I want to help. I had a lady call me from uh, her mother lives in Victoria. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Yoakum. And uh, she just moved down from Colorado, and very interesting conversation, and uh, just tried to help her and give her options and and see what she needs, see what she really can help her and what her situation is. And there's so many, there's different situations for everybody, uh, and I want to help everybody. And and sometimes that's you know, 95 percent of my business right now is is giving instructions, giving opportunities, giving market reports, what's going on, what. To, Watch out for the for the uh, debtors' prison and the traps and everything that's going on, and what the real market's about. I mean, what's really going on? We're going to give a market report shortly. Um, we're going to do some other things today. Uh, foreclosures, foreclosures are coming on and coming on strong. They opened the door. June first was the first. Uh, if you've got a house that you're about to lose, give me a call. Let me give you options. I buy a lot of real estate. I sell a lot of real estate. I've got the best real estate team built that I I, I look for women, especially not because of anything attractive, but uh, single moms that have to work, have to produce, have to survive. And I've I've got a team of those, uh, and they work hard, and they're the best. And they've got to be the best because they've got to survive and provide. Most of them are single moms. Got to provide for their family. Got to provide for themselves and their retirement. But if you're going through a foreclosure and they're wanting just to take it off your hands, you need to look at a second option on that because you might have money coming. How do you get back on your feet? You lose your house. Don't you need to rent a house or or do something or buy something, you know? Uh, Recently, I helped people losing their house, and I got them a, a, a camper van to live in. And that's going to supply them with a place to live for a little while. I mean, I don't know, maybe for a long time. I just heard about a family that owns, owns a pretty, pretty good-sized piece of land, and they've lived in a, a fifth-wheel camper for the last 15 years, and they're happy with it, you know. So, I mean, if you're going, you're about to lose your house, you're about to lose your car, give me a call, 830-708-4789. There might be some possibility, especially on housing car situation. You never know. 
I mean, right now the market is crazy. Very few people know. They're, hey, we got a call already. 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Is Carlos already calling this morning? That's fine. I, I love Carlos. Carlos helps people. He's got a caring, loving heart. Christian man. I've, I've, I've known him. Hey, he shows up at Easy's. I go to Easy's on Saturday morning most of the time. Now, next week, I don't know if I'm going to make it or not. you got to call me. But I go to Easy's at 281 and Bitters, and I'll be there today. Uh, they open at 11, but from 1015 to 11, I visit with my uh, listeners, I'll, I'll buy your car. I'll give you an option on the car. I'll make an offer on your car. I'll uh, tell you what you should do or what the market is. I'll help you any way that I can. And that's Easy's at uh, 281 and and uh, Bitters. And Bob Morrow used to work for me. He's the manager. Great, great guy. I love visiting with him and seeing him. And, and I, I love Easy's. Uh, Man, I had a fish sandwich the other day that was I sure enjoyed. So, but anyway, you get a chance come to Easy's. Carlos, what are we doing today, man? I didn't see you the last couple of days. I, I was too busy putting out fires and doing all kinds of stuff, running around. So, how, how what's going on in your world? Well, first, right now, say thank you to Radio Station. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you. Your health, your family is good. Oh, yeah. Cancer. Oh, yeah. Station does well. I'm, I love them. I'm losing my house, my wallet, my car, <laughs> my dignity. <laughs> I'm losing everything. Now, I want to say thank you for everything, Mr. Randy. Well, I'm thank trying. You. Thank you. Everything's beautiful. Question for you, Mr. Randy. Yeah. I have right now a couple of guys there that are, you know, they, they just graduate in the university. They want to go travel. So they say that one is moving to Seattle, Washington, the other one to to, to Florida. Over there, they think the prices are different. You look. Oh, yeah. There's know. parts of this country that prices are less than they are here if they're moving to Washington, Florida. You know, you might take a look, go on the Internet, go on Craigslist, go on uh, shopping in that area, and see what the market is. Now, Florida's higher than Texas. I'm going to tell you that. Washington, probably not. Ohio is not. Uh, Phoenix is not. But Florida, hey, you know, they got a good governor and they got good people and they got good weather. And it's like Texas, everybody's trying to move there, especially uh, my ex-mother-in-law uh, and father-in-law live in Florida. And uh, everybody from Michigan and Ohio is trying, and Washington is trying to get there as fast as they can. So, but the market is higher in Florida. So you've got to, if you're moving, look what the market is in that area. And I, I can show you and I can explain what's going on by looking at my my phone because all car dealers have the apps on phone. What's the auction reports are there. Okay. The question is, other question that's asking me, normally when the kids, you know, finish school, move somewhere else, they say the prices normally when they want supposed to go back to school they are cheaper than to see to wait a little bit like guys really I don't know about that one. Well so I don't I, I don't I don't know about the schools. I mean public school don't cost them nothing. Colleges I know colleges have got different prices but you know but I mean, time they move they're gonna have a cost move, they're gonna have to you know, find a place to live. Uh in New Brownsville, if a house goes up for rent it's you better grab it because it's somebody'll get it that day. Um I bought a house to 
that had foundation problems, and I'm fixing the foundation so it dries up. Hello, Jim. I got a bunch of them on Facebook, and Greg, and, uh, and so uh, I've got all those these people that uh, that wanting to buy my house, but I haven't got it fixed and finished. But the guy that was living in it, I gave him a great opportunity, and he didn't call for four days. Well, the lady who's a friend of mine had the house for rent, and she didn't move quick enough. Sometimes we got to pray right away, and we got to make a decision right away. And so he didn't get a house. Then I sent him two houses that my stepmother owns, and he didn't call her right away, and she rented both of those right away. And then I sent him five that my real estate person sent me, and he drug his feet. He finally found a house. But, you know, you know, I buy the good, the bad, the ugly in houses. Nobody wanted to buy this house for the foundation, but I got a great foundation guy. I got a pretty good painter and, and, and sheetrock guy. Um, I've got a good plumber. I'm looking for plumbers, electricians. I'm looking for all because we buy houses, we flip houses. I buy and sell anything that's legal. So anyway, you know, you got to be prepared in this kind of deal to move. And when you move, there's there's a lot of planning and a lot of decisions to make, you know. Uh, what about how true is this that when you normally the kids go back to school, the prices of the cars is supposed to drop for this? Well, you know, that's a good question, Carlos. Uh, nobody ever asked me that, and I've talked about it a little bit. But what happens is... This year we've had a tremendous. The cars have gone up, and we and we had them go up, and now they're kind of settling down. But you're right. August comes around. Kids are going to school. People are looking for for cars, and so uh, they're 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 looking for that cheaper car. So they'll bump up a little bit. But they were up so high already that the car dealers couldn't afford them. And what they did buy, they're sitting on because they're hard to sell, and I feel sorry for people that are buying cars on this market right now because they're paying so much for cars, and I hope they last. I hope they're good ones, you know. I hope you picked a good one. I hope you let you make that decision, not let the car dealer pick and put you in whatever you're looking for, you know. And so... Uh, Other question, sir. When you buy the car over here, they put you something here, I said, to wait. But if they buy a car, do they have to charge taxes? Yeah, they have to. As of about five years ago, a dealer has to transfer a car. And if he hands you the title, he can be fined. He can lose his license. That's not a good deal. And some, I just talked to an, I had a, some investigators show up because I had a lady that I'd subleased a office and part of the lot to. Uh, and I, I'm talking to a new car franchise right now wanting to lease my lot, and that's a possibility. And so, but I had this lady in here, and she did a lot of violations. What she'd do, she'd sell you a car, and she'd hold the title. She wouldn't transfer it. Well, the state now is coming down and looking for her, and she was working for a new car franchise. And I think once the state investigator showed up to talk to her, that might have got, got her uh, kicked out of that dealership. But there's a lot of dealers that don't do it legal. And and uh, I was a director for Used Car Dealers Association forever, and I know all the lies, all the tricks, all the violations of new car and used car dealers. And so, yes, they've got to transfer it. Yes, you got to pay the tax. 
out the door. I've, I've had a gentleman, a high school buddy of mine, that's got me looking for getting him a new truck, which is not easy right now because of the chip situation. I think we might talk a little bit about it if we have time. And so, but, yeah, he wanted drive-out figure. He wanted final figure. He didn't want to know what he was paying, and he didn't, he didn't want to have to add all that. And this boy's, this man's a smart, smart man. But he said, I won't know what drive-out figure. I don't need to mess with all that other stuff. I want to know what the total figure is going to be. So, yes, we have to transfer them and transfer them. And if they hand you the title and you go to the state and you try to go get it transferred, and the reason I say this is I just went through this with a friend of mine. He went and bought a car from a dealer and got the title, and the dealer didn't transfer it. And now the dealer's out of business, and now he's trying to get it transferred properly. Now they're wanting to fine him for not doing it. Now they're, you know, it's a hassle. And so the dealer's got to transfer it and, and pay the taxes and either collect the taxes from you or have to pay it himself. Another friend of mine bought a rollback. And, uh, well, I thought they were buying a diesel, but they bought one with a bad gas motor. It's been a nightmare. They can't get the title. They're needing to sell it. I can sell it for them, even with the bad motor. And and they no, I take that back. They put a good motor. This is going on for two years. They they rebuilt the motor, spent the money on rebuilding the motor. Now they can't get the title to sell it. So you got to know if the dealer is reputable and if he's got the title, and you can get possession of it. You know, I mean, here we pay all this money and you can't get the title, you can't transfer it. I mean, I, I run across these deals all the time. The lady that I subleased to, they sold a, a truck to her, and then she couldn't. They didn't transfer it. This lady, run the black tag ran out. She couldn't drive the truck for nine months. Here comes the state investigators. They talk to me. I tell them what I know, what I can do. And, you know, and then they were trying to help the lady out. There's a lot of missing titles. There's not enough investigators to go around with all the mess that there is in the used car. And they don't even check the new car dealer business. You know, they new car dealers can get by with more than we can anyway. But, you know, they don't check. So be sure that they've got time. Hey, you're supposed to sign the back of the title. And if you don't, you have to sign up a power of attorney. But what I do is I get the customer to come back in if I don't have the title. I sold a truck um, Thursday, and the title came in Friday. And so I've got the title. I'll get the gentleman to come back in to sign the title that he's purchasing. But we need to do it legal. I mean, and, you know, the violations, can you can go to the DMV and turn in for violations. And that's what those people did. They started turning in the violations. And I've had the the investigators at my lot for four times, four separate times, twice with big teams. I mean, they brought them in. They're ready to really get after it, man. And, you know, and this, the lady is, you know, she's jumped and run and hiding. You know, she don't want to face the issues. And so... They've been seeing me four times. Well, one time, they thought, while we're here, we better check old Randy Adams out. So, man, they went through me with time, fine-tooth comb, and said, hey, Randy, we couldn't find anything. You're doing everything right. Well, it's because I have a desire to do it right. I, have, I want to be productive. I want to do it right. I don't, want to, I don't want the state coming in and saying, hey, where's this title? How come you haven't done this? How come you haven't done that? But, you know, being in business 58 years, I've been down that old road long enough. I know what's going on. And as a director of the Used Car Dealers Association, I saw the problems. I saw what people are doing wrong. I saw what could happen on it. 
and I'll, I'll someday I'll tell you the story of what's going on in the business, how dealers are all running under one license. You'll probably have 20 guys under one license, and they go do whatever they want to. They cheat the public, and they don't care because it's somebody else's license that they're under. So does that make sense, Carlos? Yes, totally. When, if, if they put you the car over here, example, they, they move to Seattle, Washington, they have to register over there and pay taxes over there again. Yeah, if you're leaving the state, if they're going to take it to Washington. Yeah, they get, the, they get the title, they get all the paperwork done, and then they transfer it to Washington. If uh, you do it, you're subject to pay taxes in Texas and in Washington, so you're better to take it up there and get it. You, they'll give you a black tag. Make sure you put plenty of tape around it to keep it where it doesn't get wet and get destroyed. But put plenty of tape around it real well, and that way it'll stay dry while you're going to Washington. And then when you get up there, transfer it. And uh, taxes on a lot of states are cheaper like if you're going to Oregon, I think it's real cheap. Some states it's nothing, you know. And so, you you lots of times you're better off. I sold a hot rod outside of the state. I can't remember. I think Utah might have been Utah where it went. And instead of six point two five percent, it was one and a half percent for that car. So he saved money on tax, and it was a fifty thousand dollar car. When you're talking about difference between six and one and a half, that's a lot of money. Wow. Well, that, that's good to tell us. And it's better to, I tell this guy, let's go to Mr. Randy, and it's better to. Well, that's, that's what a lady told her daughter. That uh, that you need to talk to Randy Adams instead of your brother, just because your brother's in the car business. Evidently, I don't know, but you know, I I'm gonna tell you the truth one way or another. I mean, I sometimes I you don't like the truth, but I'm gonna give you the truth. Uh, that's what I told uh, my real estate lady. She's she uh, everybody. She's a pretty lady, and everybody likes to uh, you know agree with her but when she's wrong i tell her when she's wrong you know i'm gonna tell you the truth sometimes it hurts me sometimes it hurts you but i mean we need to know the truth because that's what sincerity i i looked up sincerity today i mean if you really you know we think car dealers are sincere we think that they really are friends and they but they overcharge us and they take advantage of us and and there's too many times good morning deborah uh, it's too many times they, they have advantage on us and they move it to the limit. They take every available dollar. They do everything they can, every situation, to the limit. Instead of giving you a good deal, it's just like these foreclosures. You know, I, I want to take care of that person I'm buying their house that they're about to lose. I, don't, I want them to be able to move into something. You just throw them out on the street. Well, some guys just throw them out on the street. I don't want to do that. I want them to take care of them so they have a place to live for a couple of months anyway, just like the campers. I'm going to look at three or four campers today. I buy lots of campers, and they're, they're strong items. I've got a guy that's wanting one for a hunting lease. I've got uh, some other possibilities. So, But, you know, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. So give me a call, 830-708-4789. So, but we got to think about our fellow man. We got to think about the business we do and how we handle ourselves. You know, hello, Virginia. And so, uh, we, we, I want you to understand what's going on. I want you to be the best you can be. 
But, I mean, we got to be fair, I think. I want to be. I don't know. Well, thank you, Carlos. Any other questions? You want to do that in the Easy Pizzas over there, again? Going where? Oh, yeah, I'm going to Easy's. You going to Easy's? I'll be there. I'll be there from 10, 15 to 11, 30. Now, next week you might need to call me. I may come up just for lunch next week because I'm doing a tape show next week. Let's all pray for Barry. He's going through an operation. I love him. He's a great guy. He's an inspiration to me. He's my producer here. But, I mean, what he's going through with the attitude he's got, man, man. I mean, you know, I had an ex-wife, but she had a hangnail. It sounded like as good. The world was coming to an end, you know. And this man fights through all kinds of, of pain and misery. Wow. So, but, yeah, I'll be at easy. Come on over there, Carlos, and anybody else wants to meet me, sell me your car, sell me your house, whatever your little heart desires. Come by and see us. Thank you. Thank you, Carlos. Have a blessed week. God bless you. You too. So, I mean, we're going through a lot of stuff in this market change. Uh, we're going through a lot of people trying to buy your vehicle. I had a lady call me and I said, I need to sell my son's car. He needs to sell it. And so I went over to look at it, and it's got a few problems. I mean, it needs a front bumper, needs a windshield, needs some dents fixed, needs a muffler, you know. But I made her an offer on it. And so the the deal was one of these Internet people offered her more money. Well, they hadn't seen it. You know what I mean, Vern? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, after they saw it, they didn't want it. Uh-uh, I'm out of it. Oh, Randy still bought it. I got it. I'll fix it up. Take me a little time. I'm in no hurry. You know, I think patience. <laughs> I think the Lord's taking me through patience on some stuff in my life right now. You know, and I mean, I, I, got, uh, I got some people that are really a thorn in my side. And uh, I think patience is, I don't pray for patience because, but he's he's putting me through some patience. But we need patience with everybody and everything in our life. Why get upset over the little bitty things in life? I mean, it's, you know, we just got to make the best of what we can be and, and keep on going. Well, I bought that car, and then I had a lady call me, and he said, oh, yo, no, 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 you're not giving me enough for my Jeep. And it need, it's got some problems. And, I mean, it's got a lot of miles. And, you know, it's been sitting and this, that, and the other. And, and I said, well, this is what I'll give. Well, I bought it a week later, you know. And she she run all the roads trying to get rid of it. Nobody wanted it but old Randy. I bought the good, bad, and the Then I had a lady. We had a phone call, but we may have four. We got a four-minute break coming up. Then I had a lady call me and said, I got this Mitsubishi. Got a bad head gasket. Got a lot of water in the oil. Motor's bad, this, that, and the other. So I told her where to go sell it. And she was so thankful I gave her two two places to sell. I guess I get to, need to get their phone numbers. I need to advertise them. Wrench apart, you need to be advertising with me because I send all these people to you. Wrench apart, we'll make it off. you got one that don't run, it's a piece of junk. And it's not. Now, if it's bad motor and late model, you know, that's a different story. You know, I, I bought a 17 truck needing a motor. My son bought a 15 truck needing a, a transmission. I bought a wreck car, sold it like it was, uh, bought another wreck car, minor hit, thinking about fixing it because it drives so well, and it's just got some minor things to it, you know. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, and just got to figure out what, what you need, where you're going, what you're doing. There's a lot of options in this business, a lot of possibilities. 
a lot of avenues that you can go down. And I've, sometimes them avenues, man, I'm going to tell you, you know, if you've been paying for a car for 30 years and you've never owned one or paid one off, maybe you're not doing the right thing. Or maybe you like giving that money away or losing that value. The big secret in the car business, you're going to lose money. I'm telling you, very, maybe one of one of one percent. I mean, less than anything. You know, one out of a million cars go up in value and down. Now, if you keep it long enough, I've told you a story about the 78 Corvette, and I may tell that story again, how this new car dealer kept it, kept it for 30 years before he sold it. But if you had bought a house for the same money and kept it 30 years, you would have made money and sold it for 10 times what he got. Hey, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Be right back. We're going to take a four-minute break. Tune back in. Facebook, I'll be back in four minutes. We're going to do some commercials. God bless you. Hey, call 20 people. Hey, tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., then we're going to talk about big trucks, 18-wheelers. I've got some opportunities there with government assistance. i got a lot to talk about. I could probably do a three-hour show, but, you know, y'all, y'all get tired of listening to me by then. God bless you. Hey, call 20 people. Tell them tune in to Randy Adams' Facebook or 6.30 a.m. The Word. God bless you. Thank you, Deborah. Talk to y'all later. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, listeners. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Tell 20 people, go Randy Adams, Inc. I need the help, please. That's my pay. Hey, we have Marion online. Is that correct? Hello, uh, Marion. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, yes, correct. Uh, good morning to you, good sir. Good morning. And, and uh, oh, I guess it was about a month or two ago you said there were two. You said there was a product that was good for the vehicle, and I went and bought it. Uh, Behrman's B12. Behrman's B12. I love it. I've and used it for since 1970. And put a little transmission fluid along with it. Uh, well, I, that that was going to be my question, and then you said next week I'm going to tell you something else uh, that you need for your well, vehicle. Well, that, that was, was us. Uh, if you'd call me, I would tell you. I I run transmission fluid in my gasoline, and uh, along with the B12, uh, it's helped so many cars. The Lincoln I'm driving, uh, Behrman's B12, it wasn't running right. It wasn't idling right, and it was getting terrible fuel mileage, and I put Behrman's B12 in it and a quarter transmission fluid and tuned it up, and it runs like a brand-new car, and it's getting over 20 miles to the gallon because I put in uh, 15 gallons the other day, and I'd been almost 300 miles. So, no, I... Uh, so, so it doesn't matter then what kind of vehicle no, it is? My, uh, no, my, I put it in my, my lawnmower. I, I put it in my lawnmower. Oh, I had three Toyota pickups we used in our business. We had tow bars on them. And we'd go after trucks and sport utilities that had a hitch on the back, and we'd drop that tow bar on the that was on the Toyota and pull it back. And I ran those cars 300,000 miles, those trucks, two of them well past 300,000 miles, and they would never use no oil. They were still going and going and going, you know. And they're still and, one of them still going today at Canyon Lake, probably four four 450,000 miles. 
Wow. How often do you recommend doing that? Uh, I, I do Berryman's about every 2,000 miles. Okay. And, and the transmission? I do that every what? second or third tank full. Okay. Well, yeah, every case the cylinders, cylinders will never wear out. But, no, there's a lot of little tricks in this business uh, to save you money. Greg and Deborah's back. And so uh, dealerships make a lot of money on dirty injectors. And uh, I tell a story about my sister-in-law in in Columbus, Ohio. We went up there, this was about 10 years ago, to visit her. And her car was running terrible when we went out to eat. So when we got back to my mother-in-law's house, I said, "Uh, Kelly, give me the key to your car. She handed them to me, and I went down to Walmart, stuck my Berryman's in and my transmission fluid, and brought it back, handed her the key, said, thank you. She said, well, you wasn't gone very long. I said, no, I really wasn't. No big deal. Next morning, she come in. She said, all right, Randy Adams, what would you do to my car? I said, I parked out. I, nope, I did not hit nothing. I'm thinking she, it was wrecked, you know. I said, and no, I walked around. Nobody parked near me. Nobody hit the car. She said, that's not what I'm talking about. What would you do to my car? It's running like new. I said, uh, I put some stuff in it to clean the injector. She said, you clean that injector? I was about to take it in. They charged me 400 to put an injector in. And she said, and I'd already spent 1200 doing three others. And she said, and uh, Dave, my brother-in-law, her husband, was working at the store, the Chevrolet store, and they were charging them to do it instead of cleaning the injectors. And so I keep my injectors clean. I'll tell you another quick story. I had a Porsche Boxster that um, a friend of mine wanted to buy. I had, and he said, but I want you to drive it for two days, make sure it's a good one. So I got in it, and it wasn't idling right. It didn't didn't have very much performance, and it was showing getting 14 miles to the gallon. So I, I doped it up like I do, you know. I put my stuff in there. And by the end of the day, I was getting 24 miles to the gallon, and it was running like a new one. I sold it to him, and it, that was probably a year ago. And he told me, he said, man, this thing runs, still runs like a new one. And, you know, dirty injectors affect the car. And our our gasoline's not as clean as it used to be, and they've done all kinds of stuff to it, you know. So, um, you know, let's take care of what we own. That's what we need to do, I guarantee you. So, uh, uh, well, uh, thank you. Uh, before I hang up, I'd like to say a prayer for you, if you don't you mind. You bet. Thank you. Okay, Heavenly Father, I want to lift up Randy to you. I can just tell from the years that I've been listening to him that he has his motives are pure. He wants to help people, which is kind of a rarity, in my opinion, in the car industry, especially with mechanics and things. So I want you to protect Randy and his family, and I want you to get his message out to people that, like me, I'm, I'm very ignorant when it comes to automobiles, but uh, we need more people like Randy, and I pray that his uh, radio listening audience is enhanced tremendously and that you bless everything that he's doing not only him but the people that come to him for assistance in jesus christ name we thank you amen thank you marion god bless you and your family okay god bless you good Bye-bye. morning jeremy i yeah we 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 need information we need to know what's going on with the market there's car dealers study you so hard you wouldn't believe it they study even a football coach at alabama to how he sells how he presents himself how his program works 
They they have they hire sociologists and psychiatrists to know what pushes your button, how you can buy, what's the changes, what the changes of the future. It's just like what the manufacturers when they shut down for this COVID, they knew that the government was tied up in this deal. We're finding more and more lies and more and more things going on with the government, and and so what they were doing is. They wanted to know what to do, and so they thought this was going to last longer than it did, so they shut their plants down, shut them down, and they wanted to clean out the inventory. And what they did is they made new car dealers make record, record year. 2020 was an unbelievable year for new car dealers. They went up on the prices, and if they're sitting on a lot of cars now, it's because they're waiting for great big profit. I feel sorry for people buying new cars right now because they're going to pay – almost the top money i've told so many people if you can wait at least three months and possibly six months this market's going to correct it's going to get back to normal there's going to be some changes now san antonio's a hot area and i've explained that deal why so many cars leave this market and you know and so many people come into this market and it's going to be a little tight for a little longer than anywhere else in the united states florida's got the same problem florida's got people coming uh, people pull cars out of Florida, and so they've got the same kind of problem. But there's some states around that don't have the business. New Mexico, Alabama, you know, um, parts of, of Oklahoma. But you got to know exactly what's going on in the market. you got to know what you can spend. Dealerships look for every available dollar you have when you walk into the dealership. They want to know what the most you can pay per month. They don't care if you can afford it or not. Sincerity. Do they really sincere about you? Are they really your friend? I better give my phone number here. 210-340-9585. Give us a call. 210-340-9585. Are they really your friend? Are they really sincere? I explain indirect lending. The car dealer sells a note to the bank credit union, and they walk free and clear. There's no responsibility. Now, if you're paying the dealer uh, buy here, pay here, they want to keep it running. They want their money. They And, and one little later on in the note, they don't mind getting it back because, you know, they'll resell it. Uh, I had a dealer tell me he had an expedition he'd sold five times, repoed it every time. And he gets it back, and he said, still in good shape, and he, he just sold it again not long ago. He sold that same car five times. He gets, you know, 2000 down. That thing's paid for itself so many times it's unbelievable. And, and so you got to know what buy here, pay here understands. Hey, and rent to own, I got a buddy of mine that rented a car, and it's rent to own. And let me tell you something, the price was, he didn't even realize how bad the price was. He didn't realize what was going on, and he got repoed real quick. They can repo you easier. The, the interest rate's higher. The the cost of the car's higher. It's it's a better deal for the dealer to rent to own versus buy here, pay here. You know, and so, and I, we're going to see more rent to own because dealers can make more money. And it's easier to throw somebody in. It's easier to repo them. So you gotta you got to understand what's going on in this, in this business. And the market's going to change, but not in the next, looks like, 60 to 90 days. As soon as the chips get here, the manufacturers are building these cars and they're storing them. I'd store them at the dealerships. I think that's stupid. But anyway, they don't ask me, and I guess I, I sure don't know. But I, I run across this verse this morning in Corinthians 1, 
12. Now, this is our boast. Our conscience, our conscience, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Car dealers got consciences. Conscience testifies that we have conducted ourselves in the world. Well, that's, that's us, us, and especially in our relationships with you. This is Paul talking to the church, Corinthians church. In the holiness and sincerity that is from God. Sincerity, honest of mind, freedom from his hypocrisy. You know, are you a hypocrite? Do you say one thing and do the other? My dad was the greatest at saying, he, he loved it. He said, don't do as I say. I mean, don't do as I do, do as I say. He always wanted to tell you how to do it, but he never did it that way. You know? And so how are, what's the actions of a dealer? What's the actions that's going on in the business? You've got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle because if you're not, it's going to cost you. Make a decision. We, we make a lot of decisions that shape our lives. And if we shape our lives for a little while or a long time, you know, we shape our lives with a decision on mates. Are we there for a lifetime? Are we there for a short time? You know, marriages don't last as like they used to. But is it commitment? Is it selfishness? Is it pride? Well, we, we also take that same pride and selfishness when we're buying a vehicle. And, we, and we, our intentions are good, but our common sense, figuring out what the budget, what we can afford. We know what, walk into a dealership, usually you know, well, I can pay 300 Time you get out of there, it's four or 500 I had a lady tell me that her budget was 350 and she's paying five seventy five for a car, and she didn't know how many months she was paying. Once she added the months up, she nearly passed out. I said, "How many months?" She pulled out her contract. She thought she was paying forty eight months is seventy two months at five seventy five. She's paying double for the car. I hope the car lasts that long. And so I had a gentleman call me, and he he hadn't done research on what he's trying to buy. I said they got transmission problems. They got some other problems. Well, research, a little work will save you a little money, but a lot of work will save you a lot of money. And what's going on in this market right now? New car dealers, desperate dealers do desperate things. And they're scared they're going to run out of inventory. So what are they going to do? They're paying dearly for low miles, nice cars. Now, where's the competition coming from? It's coming from CarMax, Carvana, and Echo Park, and all the new car dealers. It's kind of funny that a Ford dealer will pay more for a GM product than a GM dealer. And then the GM dealer will pay more for a Ford product. Do they not like their own product? Or is the other franchise paying more for the car because they're desperate? Because they think, I've got to have something to sell. And, they, you know, you can't sell from an empty wagon. That's the old saying, and it's so true. But let me tell you something. I've revamped myself. I'm... I'm selling big trucks. I sold an 18 Peterbilt to a guy, and you wouldn't believe the price. you got to call me because he was driving an 05 Peterbilt that was wore plumb smooth out, and he got government assistance on this 18 low miles Peterbilt. I've got another guy with several trucks, and he's going to trade them in with us on newer, 18 or newer low model trucks. Because why? Uh, 
Thank you, Deborah. And so why? It's because we we got to understand that the government's doing this. You might as well take advantage of it. You might as well do what they're going to hand out, and they're wanting to get rid of all the old trucks off the road. I got a man with a 95 Peterbilt that we're looking for him for a, the right kind of unit. The government's going to give him a bunch of money to trade his. We've got to destroy his truck, but we're going to put him in a late model. I've got a gentleman coming back Monday that's trying to buy a 12 Peterbilt from me, and he said, you know, I went down and looked a new one. They're 160-something thousand plus, plus taxes and everything else, and I'm selling him that truck for 35000 You know, and so there's buyers out there. Why not, I, you know, I'll buy and sell whatever's legal. And so there's buyers out there. I'm looking for 18-wheelers. If you're sitting on some late model or, or trucks, give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. Love to buy your truck, um, sell your truck. Uh, also, campers. I've got a bunch of campers that we're dealing on that are coming in. And I've got guys needing hunting campers. i got people needing to live in campers. I mean, I think we're going to see more people living in campers. Yes, campers are up because everybody wants to go enjoy a vacation, and, and things are kind of still locked down. They're not free. We, we don't have the freedom. The Democrat Party, the Communist Party, with George Soros as the president, is running our lives. They're trying to keep us controlless. And so people are buying campers and taking their family out. Hey, there's RV parks are, are packed, are packed. I got a big investor, uh, me and another one of my lady real estate people, have big investor wanting to buy RV parks or build RV parks because they know that RV parks are going to be the thing. And, and every one of them lately has sold, every one of them has grown, every one of them has prospered. So we got to think about the future. What is the future? What is your budget? What can you afford? What will that car be worth in three years from now? I had a gentleman tell me, he said, I'm buying this new truck. What's it going to be worth in three years from now? I said, well, how many miles are you going to have on it? He said, 100,000. I said, okay, 100,000, look at a three-year-old truck. Now, you can't go by the market today except on high-mile stuff. Low-mile stuff, the market is crazy. I paid 15000 more for a truck, a diesel truck, than I would have a year ago. A little over a year ago, fifteen thousand more, and it made money. It's amazing what desperate dealers do desperate things, but they can't shut down. Why can't they slow down? It's because it's like a snowball. It's because they had an unbelievable record year. They've already blown that money or done something with it, and then now with the overhead still. Million and a half to two million a month, and I've had people call me and say, "Randy, I can't believe you're saying that." Well, it's true. That's Ford's figure. That's GM's figure. That's Nissan, Toyota's figure, not mine. And if you want a brand new car, there's still a few available, and you got to have one. I'd wait, but if you got to have one now, and you got to do it now, you can't wait. No patience. Well, give me a call. I I deal with the new car dealers. I just got a man a brand new Dodge Diesel. Just got a man a brand new Ford pickup. Um, you know, if you got to have one and you can't wait, give me a call eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. I can get you a new Ford, 
Chevrolet, GMC, Buick, uh, Jeep, Dodge, Lincoln, Cadillac, Toyota. Uh, trying to find a man a new Toyota pickup now, and they're they're short. Everybody's short. Everybody's sitting on very little inventory. If you see a dealership with a lot of inventory, it's because they're trying to charge too much, or they're trying to play games, or they want you with bad credit so they can take advantage of you. You know, a lot of these dealerships. I think it's most of Mitsubishi dealerships in this town. They don't want a person with good credit. It's easier to make a lot of money on somebody with bad credit. Why? They're so excited they've got somebody that's going to sell them a new car and and will finance them. Mitsubishi will finance that telephone pole out there, I believe. I'm beginning to wonder. I mean, you know, they come up with the craziest ideas. I don't know if they still got it going on. But, you know, they got it where you didn't have to make a payment for a year. What happened in that situation? Well, the people were driving. They wanted a different car after 11 months, and they didn't show late on their car because they didn't have a payment for a year. And so they would go go buy them a new car and let that one go back. They didn't pay nothing for a year, almost a year. And so they let the car go back. Their credit still looked good. They got something else. It, it helped the people with bad credit, believe it or not. Well, I, that's the same way. I, I cannot understand why I do not have a credit union or a bank wanting to sponsor my show. I want my customers, even if I'm not doing business with them, to make the right decisions, to know what they're buying, know what they can afford, know what their budget is. But these banks and credit unions, they don't want to talk to me about sponsoring my show. Oh, no, we don't want nothing to do with you, Randy Adams. Why not? Don't your customer be good? Don't you want them in financial good shape, knowing exactly what they can afford and can't afford? I'd rather have a good, happy customer than one I'm making money on that's miserable, nothing left in the end of the month. I mean, what, what happened to sincerity in the banking business? I'll educate your good buyers or your good customers. I'll educate your employees. Don't you want your employees not in a bind, driving the right kind of car that they can afford and showing up to work? I've got restaurant owners that tell me, they tell their employees to put my radio show on so they can listen and so they can learn and so they can buy the right car and not be in a mess and they can show up to work. We need workers to show up right now. I got I got one of my employees. He thinks Monday's a holiday, I believe. <laughs> I don't know where, but he thinks Monday's a holiday. <laughs> he takes it off when he wants to. So anyway, and so I, they want you to show up. They want you to work, and it's and he, that's the way you're going to be prosperous in this world. I told a young man the other day. He said, uh, Randy. He said. Uh, uh, you work six days a week. I said, I, yes, I do. I take Sunday off. He said, why do you work six days a week? I said, I work five days a week for living and, and prospering, but I work that six-day-a-week for retirement. That's why I did it. I, and I don't work much Saturdays anymore. I'm going to tell you the truth. I do meet people at Easy's. I'm going to be at Easy's, 281, and uh, bidders from 1015 to 1130. I'll buy your car, your truck, your house talk to you, give you options. Uh, if you just want to meet me, I don't care. Come on, I'll meet you. I'll talk to you. Uh, my uh, ex-girlfriend said I used to talk my butt off. 
That's what she used to tell me. But she talked a lot, too. We'd carry conversation well. So anyway, uh, I, I like people. I want to help people. I like people. And I like helping people. I like understanding people. I want the best for you. I want you to, you know, be the best you can be. And how many times has an automobile lost money that you've purchased most of them? How many times has it cost you money to fix it? How many times has it been miserable? You know, I I had a gentleman tell me the other day, my son don't want to go to college. I said, well, send him to mechanic school. He said, mechanic school? I said, does he like to fix things? Well, kind of. I said, hey, a mechanic always survives, can always make a living, always have opportunities. I said, you know, learn to fix things, learn to build things, learn to make things better, you know. I said, you know, if you let him do video, be an expert in video games, what what's it going to do there? I mean, you know, there's so many trades out there that you can do. You don't have to go to college. I've got uh, two sons, one that graduated, one that's, that didn't go to college, and the third that's going to college. But, you know, sometimes, and the two, the one that goes to college, he buys and sells with me. I'm not sure that college degree's helped him any in his business. But, I mean, uh, you know, what are you doing to improve your situation, your lifestyle, the choices that shape your life? Think about that. What choices have shaped your life? Were you 100% sure that that was the right choice? And getting married, and buying a car, and education. What shaped your life the most? Your mother, your father, your friends, who you hanging out with? Hey, and when you walk into a car dealership, that's why so many people hate walking into a car dealership. Because when you walk out, you may not have nothing left in your bank account, stretch out your credit card, and the monthly payment for six, seven, eight years is ugly. You ever had an ugly car payment? Well, that's one thing. That's why car people have money. We don't have car payments, and we know when to dump a car and when to get one and when, what to do. And that's why you, they, these car dealerships worth $50, $100 million, and the billionaires are trying to buy them, want to be in them. I'm Randy Adams. I'm going to be at Easy's 1015. Come see me. Give me a call, 830 708 47 Eight, nine, anytime. I love talking to you. And please go to YouTube. That's Randy Adams, Inc. YouTube. Watch the video. Subscribe, please. That's my pay. And you'll love it. That's what everybody says. Nobody's complained about it. So God bless you. Hey, be the best person you can be. Love, forgive, and forget. God bless you. I hope you have a great weekend. you have any questions, call me, 830 708 4789. God bless you. I love you, listeners.